Welcome to Untold Physio Stories, a podcast that informs and educates by connecting you to rehab industry leaders who share their candid successes and failures in business and practice. Welcome back to another episode of Untold Physio Stories. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. E with Modern Manual Therapy, UpDoc Media, and Edge Mobility System. And as always, my co-host and good friend, my long-distance friend is... Jason Shane from Shane Physiotherapy. How are you doing today, Jason? I am doing really well. All right. And I think uh, I think you have a story for me today, right? Yeah, and it's kind of along the shoulder end. I don't know if we've talked about this topic before, but it's... The shoulder? No, but but this specific quote-unquote diagnosis is when is frozen shoulder actually frozen shoulder? Oh, I had some <laughs> ideas for that. I, okay, knew, so. I knew you would. So, so the story that I'll start off was um, I had a woman come in to see me uh, in the last few weeks. I think she'd had shoulder problems. Oh, I feel like it was for about the last five months now. A uh, woman, she's probably in her late 40s you know, doesn't exercise, not, you know, not really that much overweight. So, you know, nothing exceptional there uh, has a desk job. So, a you know, a sitting uh, job. And um, she said she hasn't been able to raise her arm past 45 degrees for the last few months, but she hasn't seen anyone about it. So I'm thinking, how, have, how has she managed so as I assess her, you know, I, I assess her active range of motion and I assess her flexion. So for those of you who aren't familiar with that term, that's if you're standing with your arms hanging by your side and you raise your arm right up in front of you, like directly in front of you, she could actually get to about 90 degrees. So it wasn't 45. And then when she did abduction, where you raise your arm out to the side, there she had about 45 degrees. So... The first thing I check in those instances after checking active range of motion where she's doing it is passive. I, you know, I get her to lay down on the treatment table and I see if I can move it further. Um, and um, as I do, as I try that, I can't, you know, it's a hardish end feel. So, you know, classically, one of the signs that denotes frozen shoulder is when the passive range of motion is as limited as the active. So we tried a few active assisted type of things where I had her sort of put her hands on a counter and then kind of walk backwards to see if that would help or holding a broomstick where her unaffected arm would help the other one. None of it made a big difference. Um, I did try some IMS, so Western dry needling on it, and it did increase her flexion by about 20, 30 degrees and her abduction maybe by 15 to 20. So that was... I thought a relatively decent result, whether or not it will last. I mean, obviously I gave her homework, but, you know, fitting the criteria of, as you know, I'm sure a woman, that's one criteria, frozen shoulder over 40, you know, multiple months of diminishing range of motion, passive being limited with active. I said to her, you know, there's a possibility and I'm, you know, I, I didn't want to put a major thought virus in, but you know, there's the possibility of something called frozen shoulder. But I said, what's encouraging is we did a, you know, a manual therapy treatment intervention, you had an increase, you know, we're going to give you some range of motion exercises, some strength training, and who knows, this might just be a, a 
you know, some type of form of pain that's limiting your range of motion, or just you haven't used it in a while, so you've used it less, you know, but I want to at least mention this to you because, you know, if over the next few weeks we don't see progress, I would encourage you to go see your primary care physician. So that's my story, and obviously I'll be seeing her again, but I'm curious what your thoughts are on frozen shoulder, because I don't think you and I have even talked about it in our own personal conversations. Yeah, I guess um, it's probably not one of those things that it's like a super interesting case, right? Like oh, I saw frozen shoulder day, but it's it's when they are either are just even the, the discussion about what even causes a frozen shoulder. I mean, it is there's certain demographics, of course, like you mentioned, where people are more likely to get it. And, you know, there's the whole capsulitis phase versus the frozen, like the frozen might just be severely locked down in all planes of mobility but they don't even really hurt anymore versus the itis phase, so to speak, old school jargon is when it actually hurts. Mm-hmm. So I would just say true frozen shoulder, true issues in the tissues. You can poke it. You can scrape it. You can load it. <laughs> I love where you're going with this. You can smash it as hard as you can. <laughs> but it's not going to do anything significant in every plane. I, mean, I feel the same way. Limited in every plane, I don't see why people think the shoulder is any different than any other joint. Like if you, if you take, uh, if someone fractured their arm and it was in a sling for six to eight weeks, or someone fractured their ankle and it was in a walking boot for six to eight weeks, and it was severely limited in every plane, and you actually had true tissue wasting, true adhesions, a true contracture from prolonged immobilization it doesn't matter how much you smash it or poke it or whatever you're going to do you cannot change it unless you rupture it right you'd have to rupture. <laughs> i like that i love how you add that as an exception because it is true yeah i that mean is... it would be possible but it wouldn't feel better they would feel worse yes so well said considering you made a 20 degree improvement i would say it's probably not frozen or um Maybe the initial part was just tone changes and motor control changes. And if the, you know, 20 degrees might be rapid responding, the last whatever she has left might be true issues in tissues. And it might actually take exactly uh, prolonged loading, a lot of different strategies just to kind of get the tissues to adapt. Because, like I always say in my courses, lengthening in tissues happens just like strengthening, it occurs over a long time with repeated load. I agree. Well said. Yeah, I'm really glad we brought this up. Listeners, Ursa and I have probably known each other. Oh my God, how long have we known each other now? Well, I've been I've been a physio for six years. And then I probably, <laughs> and, 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 and I first introduced it's myself. It's not like Jason like, was going to say like, it's been 30 years. Six years no, is a long time years. in, in what kind of work, circles? Physio circles? I don't know. I don't know. No, I know. I'm not even saying it's a long time. I'm, the joke is more that I use that as a reference point for how long I've known you mm-hmm. because I like reached out to you when I was like three to six months out of physio school. Right. Right. You know, this, the, the new listeners who just start reaching out to us, you know, or just start listening yeah, just to start, us is. Yeah. Yeah. I'll host you. Sure. I'll do this, this, and this. And he, he organized a enormous course and he hasn't even been out a year. And I'm like, well, who could no, do this? That was the, I was, it was like 40 people. And I remember, I think we were, we were, I think I was giving you a ride home like the first day and, um, or back to the hotel. 
and it came up that I was, you know, less than a year out. And you said, what? Yeah, it was one of those things that if we were drinking over over beer, I would have spit it out across the table. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, part of it as well is I am over 40. So I think, well, at least now I am. So I think people assume that I've just been practicing for as long as you, where in the reality is I've been practicing <laughs> a third of the time. Not even like, a third. You 18 I've been years? 20 years. 20 Less years. than a third. Exactly. So like, I, yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Less than a third. I have some kind of crazy reflection, reflection wow. month. Oh yeah, we talked. Yeah, that would be good. Maybe some refl- maybe a reflection podcast. Yeah, it's getting better. Okay. That's a short. It's getting better. It gets it's not getting worse. Getting I'm not better. one of those people. No, 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 no. You're still you're still open to new information. Um, okay, let's. Uh, how can people follow you? There's the new way. Do you want to give the old way that people can follow you? Oh, the new way. Choose your social media and go to modmt.com/slash/twitter. YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram. Put any of those after modmt.com, and that's how you get to my very social media, short for Modern Manual Therapy. Check out edgemobilitysystem.com to support us. We have all kinds of ISTM mobility products, full seminars, a BFR cert. I'm releasing a couple new products to date this. So who? I'm always releasing new products. So no matter when you listen to this, get ready for some new products. <laughs> and, Perfect. Uh, I hope to see you guys at an eclectic approach course soon. Thanks to Updoc Media for hosting. And I forgot to say, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes if you like our podcast and tell everyone you know about it. And how about you, Jason? Um, uh, Shane Physiotherapy, S-H-A-N-E, and either my website, Facebook, or Instagram. All right. We'll see you.